up, Scott? What's up, Sam? And what's up to the Nerd Cyclopedia Nation? We got a nerd denim coming, or not coming. coming. We're 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 here. Okay, it's it's the present. <laughs> no more anticipation. Your wait is over. No 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 time jumping or anything like that. We are right here. We don't do that hacky time jumping stuff <laughs> at all. Not no not, not, in this, not on this not on this podcast. No time travel. Mm-mm. But um yeah, we're back with another nerdendum um Excellent. for um the movie Black Panther. Black Panther. All right, all right. So just to I guess dive right into it, um what did you think of the movie? I thought the movie was really good. I thought that uh I really just I liked the plot a lot. I liked all the characters. Okay. I thought that everyone was really well cast. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I got a feeling there were certain parts of that movie that made me feel like a kid. You know, like when uh, when they when they were just like uh, fly when they were like uh, vicariously driving the car and stuff. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like that scene, I was just like, oh, that's like the coolest thing I've ever seen in right, my life. You right, know? right, right. It really shows you how far technology has gotten to get to that point. You know, where you can see something <laughs> like that. I mean, that that was awesome. I mean, a movie like this couldn't have been made like ten years ago. I right. Think. Oh yeah, there, there'd be no way. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it was just uh, so there was just it was a real uh, pure action movie that way too. It had the visceral thrills for me, mm-hmm. and it had that sort of escapism that's you know I feel like as an audience and for me personally, I'm really I'm jaded. jaded. Uh, okay. So to get that sort of feeling from a movie is pretty rare, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, I mean, um, as far as me, um, I thought I thought it was pretty decent, and when I say decent. It was great to mm. me. <laughs> it was real good. I mean, Scott, at, at this point, uh, I mean, it, it was at one point where we were like almost four quarters into the movie where it was up until like the um, the, the, the ending sequence. And I was sort of getting a little emotional um, for the fact of not so much as what was happening as far as like the, you know, the 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 cultural stuff surrounding the movie and everything but for the fact of you're getting a marvel movie that's pretty much four quarters complete you know Mm -hmm. you you could say you could say that um the movie was really good in all all of his you know three acts one two and three you know um i've heard complaints about like some of the cgi tours in there and everything i mean that didn't really bother me you know Mm um but I thought it was good. I thought it was great. I thought it was a great. It was a great Marvel movie. Wasn't the greatest superhero movie I've seen. You know that okay. still goes to the Dark Knight for me. <laughs> and I agree. I'm not. Uh, we agree a lot on this show, but that's one thing we're not. We're never going to fight over that one. <laughs> we're just on the same page. <laughs> but um, if if I if I guess I want to rank um um the, my top three um, um MCU movies, I would rank mm. this one. Number, oh wow! It's, it's, it was a, it's a battle between this one and Civil War when when and, and it's Civil War sort of edges it out um, mm-hmm. as far as the how good the movie is um, yeah. and and you know they Civil War and Black Panther to me are you know like the top two. My favorite movie is still The Avengers. Oh yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> um, but in hindsight, when you go back to watch the Avengers movie, a lot of the plot points aren't that great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, it's just, and it just really compared to 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 how some movies are nowadays and everything. Avengers is some some of the stuff in there feels dated, but I just remember it's it still holds a special place in my heart because 
I don't think I've gotten that same feeling for a movie ever since, not even for Black Panther. You know, as good as it was, the Avengers movie, the excitement building towards that movie, it still doesn't hold a candle. That Avengers, Avengers one is so, is a really good movie because it had a lot of the, it had a lot of like, uh, it had a lot of iconic moments like Hulk beating up Loki real, real like absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Just smashing him up, and uh, <laughs> like a it had a lot doll. of. Uh, yeah, and it had the the real like the reveal of the metahumans to to society, right? Yeah. So like, oh, oh the Hulk's real. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so yeah, Avengers is real good. I like you know if I I like Black Panther a lot too. Mm-hmm. And as far as like a story, it, it is a really complete story, right? And and Black Panther had the advantage of coming in. And uh, and basically being, uh, you know, you don't really have to deal with an origin story with Black Panther. Well, yeah, a lot of his stuff got fleshed out in Captain America. You exactly. Know, he got introduced there. So. so so also his origin story is he's the king. Yeah, pretty much. The origin story over. <laughs> his dad was the king. His, he's the king. His dad got killed, you know. <laughs> right. Um, you saw um, it happen. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he came into the um, he came into the party of the king. So uh-huh. that's it. You know? Let me ask this. This is something I'm not clear on. That I might mm-hmm. have. I might just have to research this later. Okay. But uh, was was so? Did he just start start wearing the Black Panther suit when his dad died, or was his dad still a king and he had like passed the mantle of the Black Panther on already? Oh, uh, you know what? That's a really great question because um, I think his dad. I, I think he had already had the mantle passed to him as far as mm-hmm. Black Panther because his dad uh, was seemingly too old to wear that suit, right? You know, right, you and, so. yeah, in, in Civil War, he was, you know, much older. You know, I can't mm-hmm. see him as still being a Black Panther. And I, I don't think. Neat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I and, and I mean, not that you even say that. Um, It's kind of one. I kind of wonder how that um how, how the Black Panther gets passed on, you know, from king to king. I mean, is it just something that's just, OK, you could pass it on to your son, but still be king, you know? Uh, I mean, that's a great question. So, I mean, I guess obviously so. He was right. um, he had the suit and everything when his um, for, but we know before his father died. And if that's the case, then how come he has to unblack pantherize himself, right? Right. To do the ritualistic combat, like why? Like why wouldn't he have had to do that already before he got? You know what I mean? When he uh, first uh, drank the uh, the heart shape, mm-hmm. right? So that, that, that's just one question. I, I, I'm sure there's an actual answer. And I'm sure we'll hear about it for Hate Scott time. Oh, uh, like, well, I mean, I, I've, I've read a lot of interviews and, you know, see, I haven't even heard that question come up. I mean, that's a great point. Great I'm point. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it doesn't really matter. I mean, <laughs> the king probably just said, he's the Black Panther now. And everyone's like, all right, he's, uh, that's just how hey, it's going to be. You could find uh, several plot, plot holes in this movie, like um, what happened to his mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what uh, not, not so much as Black Panther's mom. What happened to um, Killmonger's mom? You right. know, um, he's yeah, so, she go? <laughs> so they'll, uh, did, did, did they just leave? They just left Killmonger to fend for himself. You know, did he go through foster care? It, it was really no, no, nothing really fleshed out of, as far as what led him to black ops and to led right. him to this point, you know, to where he, um, you know, knew he had to come back to, you know, Wakanda and everything, you know? Right. And the thing is like, you know, they, they really did him dirty. Oh, because yeah, like you know much. even like historically if you're if you're the you know illegitimate son of royalty they they, they treat you good because you still right. got royal blood right? right they can't take that off you right so you get like all the sort of perks and stuff they could have right. at least given him like a house or you know what i mean they could have just taken care of him well you could have kept that secret <laughs> it's just 
they 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 let him come and actually be um you know try to be king and everything. So they had to go mm-hmm. through like the whole ritual and stuff. So they still um they still abide about you know what the law was, you know what the mm-hmm. ritual was, you know ritual was and everything. But um it was just so much so much touched upon and couldn't really be fleshed out in a two hour movie. Oh, you know, yeah. um, like, for instance, um, uh, I call her Michonne because she's on Walking Dead and everything. But what Okoyo <laughs> um, <Yeah>. and <laughs> I forgot the other guy's name. He was in Get Out. But um, oh. what's you you really didn't get a sense of what their romance was. But just the fact that they had to tell us that they yeah. were like lovers, you know. Right. Um, and we and they had to tell us that a couple times in order for us to get how, you know, uh, how her reaction was in defending Wakanda and the very end and everything where she was like real adamant, you know, well, he was like, what did, what did he say? He was like, um, um, you really kill me. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> without question, <laughs> Wakanda <Already> forever. <laughs> she was sincere about that, but it would have had a, a lot more of an impact if we had really knew how their romantic, um, you know, how, how, what, how the romantic, you know, um, story went. You know, within the movie, but like I said, it was so much touched upon in this movie that you really couldn't, you know, do that in almost two and a half hours. Exactly, and I, I think, I think, you know, one, one thing this is telling us is that we're not, we want more Wakanda, you know, we yeah. want more of yeah. this. And, yeah, and certainly, like I'm thinking, like, oh man, you could flesh that out in like a, like a TV series and all this. Other. I'm just thinking my bedroom, but Scott, what a Scott, I mean, I, I was I was telling someone that this Wakanda, not even Black Panther, Wakanda has a Game of Thrones feel about it. You know, mm-hmm. if you really wanted to sit down, Marvel, if Marvel has a gold mine on their hands, if they wanted to go that route, you could really go into different, like you know, talking about different tribes and you know mm-hmm. how they lived and you know, um, um, you know, the kings and you know the queens and it's 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 really a Game of Thrones, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Like, this storytelling technique is so interesting, and it's such a good idea. Because the idea of a secret advanced society that exists on Earth is sort, is sort of like, um, uh, it, there's a podcast called Hardcore History. Okay. Uh, and it's Dan Carlin's uh, podcast. It's really good. And um, that's my Hardcore History plug of the year, I guess. <laughs> and he says, uh, he says that when the, the Mongolian horde would come into your town, it was like you were fighting an army that came down from another league, like in baseball. Oh, you know wow. What I mean? So you figure, like, Wakanda's got all this advanced technology, so this is, like, finally finding out about the major leagues of human history, you know? Right. This is where all the real, like, the real discoveries were. It's like, oh, you think, you know, Benjamin Franklin figured out, like, lightning was electricity in, uh, like, 300 years ago, huh? And they all just kind of rolled their eyes. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, they're right. just, like, 300 years ahead, so. Uh, it, it, yeah, there's just, it's a, it's a really rich storytelling uh yeah, I mean, it's, really story time it's for them to have for sure. It's it's amazing how you know they didn't so much concentrate on. I mean, if you really think about it, the Black Panther character was more in the background versus mm-hmm. everything that they really fleshed out with, like the um the door the door lie. What, 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 what were they called? The door Doraji. Um the the women um the female oh, yeah. the female um warriors. You know, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think they were called a Doralai or something. Hit hashtag hate Sam. Just come at me. Come at Dora, me. Dora, Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hashtag hate Sam all day because I, I know I'm going to get some mail as far as that. But, um, <laughs> but they were awesome. <laughs> they had a lot of character and they were more, a lot more pretty, a lot more interesting really than T'Challa. You know, oh, if you yeah, really think cool. about it, you know. 
Um, or between duty and what's right. It's like it was an interesting like the like the moral conundrum they replaced and it was so Yeah. So interesting too. So like the watching them like real process through that and watching still like the hard you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't want to say hardliner, but the super loyal to you know, the super loyal to duty mm-hmm. versus, you know, what uh what Killmonger wants to do is going to result in a lot of deaths, right? right. Like, I mean, that's pretty much what would happen, right? They're, they're, right. The intention here, right? Um, so you know, it's a pre- and the urgency, like, what, do you work to stop this? Do you support, you know, follow your oath to support the King of Wakanda? Uh, you know, so that, that 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 was just so interesting, and um, you know, I, I I did want to say also about Michael Michael B. Jordan's performance, yeah, awesome, which was phenomenal, awesome. Awesome. Just so cool. Awesome. And the way that he portrayed menace and knowledge at the beginning. Right. When <laughs> he started like, you don't know what that is. <laughs> he started like, like, uh-oh. <laughs> he started pretty much educating them and everything, you know. What's he say? Like, I'm going to take that off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. I'm going to take it off your hands. He's like, what? Huh? Yeah, you don't even know what's up. You're so busy watching me. You don't even know um, that something got put into your drink, you know. And then um, I, I'm really impressed how um, – Andy Serkis was as um, Ulysses Claw because oh, when cool. he appeared in um, the Age of Ultron, he was he was regular, um, but he wasn't as manic as he was in this movie. Sort mm-hmm. of like a Jokerish type. He, he, every time he was on screen, he was cracking up, just laughing. You know, at everything. You know, nothing was. <laughs> he wasn't really afraid of anything. You know, and was really loose with his character. Um, and it was kind of sad when um, he ended up getting, when the kill market ended up killing. Him. I was like, man, I, w- I wish I could have seen more of that, you know, right. um, throughout the movie. But um, but yeah, I, I liked his character too. Yeah, man. I mean, it, <clears throat> it was a, it was the, the casting again was tremendous. Andy Serkis does so good in those sort of like outsized roles, like you know what I mean? Like he inhabits like like Gollum or, or he's played King Kong before, you know. Uh, Literally, he's played King Kong. Like, that's. <laughs> I mean, his 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 act. I mean, it's so just so diverse. It's a, it's a shame that because of how what he does, um, mm-hmm. which is more mocap and you know CGI related characters, that um that they don't look at him as like you know Oscar material because I think his one of his best roles was um the um Caesar, um yeah. in Planet of the Apes, you know the 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 trilogy series and everything that that was one of his best. You know, best you know roles as far as that, um, but yeah, him as Gollum and um, you know here is you know Ulysses Claw and um, I mean he he he's 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 very very well diverse as far and um, he was in um, Star Wars right? Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> he played Star Wars. He played oh man, no, he plays he played Snoke. Yeah, he, he played Snoke. Villain. Yeah, Star Wars. You're right, right. right. The main villain. Mm-hmm. I guess the main. I used air quotes when I said main villain. Everyone, that's air quotes appearance this week. On the <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a spoiler alert. But if you were listening to this and you, and you haven't seen Star Wars episode, uh, you 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 need to nerd car revoked. You know, you so. need to send us an email if that's the case because I need to know who's outside that line on the Venn diagram and inside ours. I need to know who that is. Let's <laughs> see it. Pretty much. <laughs> but getting back to um, you know, when you talk, was talking about Wakanda um mm. and how how developed his nation is and everything and how everything was going as far as you know the the mix of you know African you know culture and technology. I mean that would, that's mm. something that's really. That's that's crazy, and for the fact mm-hmm. of this world is now going to um, be an open world in the MCU. I mean that if you really think about it, that really changes a lot. That changes a lot. <laughs> it really does, and 
it, it's the type of it's the type of thing where you know uh, it's like I used to say when we when I watched True Blood, I would say you know mm-hmm. if the vampires just decided to sell their blood to everybody and use it as a curative, they could have as much. We would give them all the human blood. Right. We wouldn't care, right? Right. right. If you just buy vamp, like you know what I mean, we wouldn't care. They could just mass produce it and they'd be fine. They'd be and everyone would love them because they'd be curing diseases, right? Right. So Wakanda is basically doing that. They're going to say, "Well, here's all our technology, so now everything's awesome." <laughs> right? Like that's just cool. But but we know how human beings are. I mean, because mm-hmm. Wakanda is pretty much it's amazing that they kept such a um, you know, docile society and everything, you know, closed off from the world and everything. You know, cuz you have to have you have everybody has to be pretty much in agreement that they're not going to expose this world to the outer world. You know, right. in a way, Wakanda is very, uh, I don't want to say, uh, it's, it's uh, it, Wakanda is being closed off and <laughs> having borders, you know, for the, uh, for, for the rest of the world is, 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 is it right? You know, um, when they had this technology that they really could share with the world, you know, is what Killmonger's, um, whole point was, I mean, if, right. of course he wanted to try to put the, um, you know, power in, you know, um, in a lot of folks' hands to sort of over, overthrow the government or whatever. I mean, he had his own little Black Panther, you know, mm-hmm. Black Pantherish, nineteen seventish ways and stuff. But that's not how um, you know the the king, you know, T'Challa, you know, looked at things. You know, mm-hmm. he wanted to keep everything closed off for fear of the world infecting his world. You know, mm-hmm. you know uh, of Wakanda and stuff, but. When when I say that um, this is gonna um, affect the MCU, I mean if this movie, I mean I'm sorry, if it, if the open world, if the open world of Wakanda doesn't affect almost every uh, uh, MCU movie down the line, just touches on it somehow, especially with the technology, then I mean I don't think you're really doing justice to this world. You know, you've just right. opened everything up. You've pretty much just changed the game as far as technology. You know, I mean basically, yeah, we're gonna move forward like. Imagine just the just the medical stuff we saw in Black Panther. Right, right. Just that. Right. Boom. Alone. Out tomorrow. Right. <laughs> and that's that doesn't even scratch the surface of the type of energy capacitors. Right. And the type of you know they have they have like that magnetic train that's basically what 100 percent efficient in some right something like that. Yeah. You can move goods and services. I mean, yeah. Even just the tiny ancillary things they have coming to the fore are going to completely revolutionize human society. And then you know. I think that they're really setting up the Infinity War real well here mm-hmm. because I think that part maybe it's and this is this is speculated so I'm not taking credit for coming up with this uh-huh. but basically part of what what people think is that the Soul Stone is in that asteroid that vibranium asteroid and that's part of what's what's causing you know people to get inspiration you know going into that of, um that 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 world that um astral plane right um uh, yeah like I thought about that's that that's what it is affecting the herb hmm. So that's what, so Wakanda coming out and all of a sudden, all this technology that's powered by that stone, for, you know, in the Marvel Universe, of course, uh, powered by the stone, all of a sudden attracts someone's attention. Mm-hmm. I can't think of who that someone might be. <laughs> now that you put it like that, because I, I think, I think um, what I, when, when people were talking about, okay, where's the soul stone? How come they didn't mention the soul stone in, um, you know, in Black Panther? Why wasn't it there? You know, um, if 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 it really comes into fruition, what you just said, I mean, it really puts the whole movie in perspective, (laughs) you know, and and it really sets up like um, 
like you said, it sets up Infinity War as well. You know, um, because at if, if, if the beginning of the movie, I'm thinking it's this asteroid that or this 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 rock or whatever that comes towards the Earth and just, you know, hits it hits in that part of Africa and everything. And that wasn't explained. It wasn't explained. So where did that come from? And I'm really surprised no one really touched on that besides in the. um. So so this story was passed on from um, generations to generations. Right. Mm-hmm. And through all the generations, the story stayed the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the asteroid's there. You know, the meteorite's there. Okay. Okay. So it's there. Okay. I mean, you know, how does it get here? I don't know. How did the, how did the how did the meteorite that um, you know how did the meteorite that killed the dinosaurs get here? Where'd that come from? Like, who knows? Okay. Okay. Know. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like that's. I think that's how long ago they said it was. It was like okay. seventy million years ago. I think in part. I think that might be one sh- one change. So mm-hmm. instead of the Yucatan asteroid, we. Yeah, this extinction asteroid and it landed in Africa. Oh, okay. Or maybe it's both. I don't really know. I'm not writing these stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, there's no dinosaurs running around. Some yeah, <laughs> pretty, something killed. Pretty, something killed them. Pretty well. This happened after the dinosaurs, right? Oh, you yeah. talk about the um. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I mean, it might as well be this. But so so you're saying that this um. Even though I mean, no one really is aware of the Soul Stone. Period on Earth, right? right. So mentioning it in this movie would have been, it wouldn't have made sense, right? Right. The only place you could have done it was in the end credits. That's it. That's the only place because that's it. Yeah. Right? Like you couldn't have had it in the movie because it wouldn't be organic for the Not CIA at all. Or, Not at all. or the Wakandans. If, they, if, they, if the Soul Stone was there, the Wakandans would know about it. You know what I mean? If it wasn't just like buried way in the middle of this thing that they haven't even scratched the surface of yet. Right, right, right. So they're, they're um... I mean, they're using the surface parts of that vibranium and everything, and the soul stone is pretty much just sitting right there, buried deep, you know, where even they can't find it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that would be the reason all the all the other stones are gravitating toward Earth. Huh. Wow. Because the soul stone's been there, uh-huh. and it's encased, and they can't, it can't get out, so its, it's field is pulling. Uh-huh. You know, it's easier for the, all the other stones to move toward it. Okay. 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 You think of it like gravity. Yeah. That's why I'm. That's why I'm conceiving it. Hey, that sounds dope. <laughs> if 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 they if they posit it like that in Infinity War, and I heard Infinity War is supposed to be Thanos' movie. Yeah. So he's supposed to be the main character. However, that's going to go. But um, yeah. If if they even broach the surface of like that 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 theory and everything, I'm all for it. You know, um, sort of like a pull, like, you know, so all of a sudden, you know, Wakanda's. Well, I guess I guess if that's the case, then how did um, how did the soul stone like wake up? Like how 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 is Thanos being attract attracted to it just now? I don't know. That's a good question. Huh. Um, what I'm th- what I'm saying is that these the stones are trying to get together, right? OK. OK. Like the one ring. Right. Think of it like that. OK. And, like, the easier it is, let's think of it like a river, like the path of, least, path of least resistance, right? Okay. So if I'm attracting two things, and one's like it, you know, one's in a, gla- like a, a glass case, right? And I, and I uh, make it a magnetic uh, connection between it and another thing that's not in a glass case. Right. The thing not in the case is going to move way further toward the thing that is in the case. Right. Okay. So okay. I think it's a natural pull. So it's not that it's awake or anything. Huh. Okay. I think maybe what happens is... So this is my posit, and again, this is February twenty seventh, two thousand eighteen. 
what I think happens is they start mining more because now they need more vibranium because they're really getting the technology out there, right? Right. So obviously to move, to scale up from a country scale to a global scale, you're going to need more. And that's, I think they get it, right? They expose it and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, that's that thing that's in the, uh, <coughs> the Tesseract and that thing that's in the, uh, the Vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Wow, Scott. Very, very impressive. If if smart if Marvel's smart enough to go that route, <laughs> well, remember it's already written. <laughs> so you're really saying if they were smart enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that um, yeah, it sets up Infinity War pretty good. But I guess just getting back to um, you know, the actual movie itself. Um, a lot of great characters, a lot of um, deep deep subject matter. You know, um. Okay, and in, in your in your best case, what are you, were you thinking Killmonger was right in his is in his message, or what is what what do, what do you think of him as um what do you think of his stance? I think that his if he was all about the democratization mm-hmm. and not about the conflict, I think that he would have been correct. Okay, and I think that's where T'Challa ends up. Okay, right, right. At the end of the movie, he ends up we're bringing it, we're bringing everything out, mm-hmm. and uh, we're doing so in a peaceful way. We're going to help everybody. Mm-hmm. But what, what Killmonger wanted to do was <clears throat> bring everything out and help some people that haven't been helped before. Right. As sort of so he's he's like retributive. He's he's talking about retributive justice. Uh huh. Um, which is revenge. It's one of the it's one of the uses of justice that the state has. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also deterrence and restorative justice. Right. But uh, punitive justice means we're going to punish people. Right. Um, so he so that's that's where he's coming from. Right. He well, said the oppressors have had need to be punished. Right. And what? And uh, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's his whole deal. That's and it. And the people and the people that are inheritors of. You know that have the inherited right to rule, mm-hmm. which would be the Wakandans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's what he's. So he's he's about conquest, and he's and he behaves more like a traditional conqueror too, when he tells them, you know, burn burn the herbs, right? Right. That's what any any Caesar, Alexander, <clears throat> any of the any of the conquerors through history, right. that got their hands on something like that would have done. Right. They had their supply, burn the rest. Right. Can't have it. Yeah. Nothing. No one will come after me. You know why? Right. <laughs> you plan on having someone else do this? No. Oh, we, this, well, you want to have a different king. This 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 ends right here. You know. I mean, well, we got a way to find, We got a way to do that. It, 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 it makes a lot of sense. You know, for for his character and everything. Um, yeah, it was really impressive that um that he really didn't have a lot of redeeming qualities. You know. Um, mm-hmm. especially once he started holding, choking, <laughs> um, <laughs> after he told him to burn them all. And the lady was like, you, you know, you, um, we're not supposed to burn these and everything. And, you know, took her by the neck and everything. I'm sitting up here like, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this is pretty much where it ends where, you know, um, you, you want to do things by violent means and everything, you know, to tell, um, he takes a part of what his message was and was like, okay, you're right in this aspect. We do need to be sharing, you know, our technology and insights and everything with the world because, you know, this is something that they need. Now, what the interesting thing I find is, okay, so uh, what kind of opens itself up to the world, what's mm-hmm. to stop other nations from looking at this as like an opportunity, you know, like Wakanda is being weak, you know, um, so like a North Korea or whatever. You well, know, what would stop them is the Wakandans' immediate and, and uh, insurmountable technological edge. 
that's, that's I, I, I understand that. But what's the what's to um, I, I guess I guess the question is, what's to stop other nations from trying to overthrow Wakanda or trying to not saying that they would. What's the what's to stop them from making the attempt? Well, I think that's that's the whole point of the of the isolationism. Mm-hmm. Well, because I, I, I know that, but now that they're open, that vibranium is so uh-huh. is so valuable. You know, uh-huh. it's like the most valuable thing that you, that could possibly exist on the face of the earth. Okay, so there, whether or not the people had an idea of what the tech, what the Wakandans had technologically, mm-hmm. they would there would still be rivers of blood, okay. rivers. And right. There still could be right, right? Yeah, I mean, if they, if, I'm guessing there'd be just an Earth versus all covers war here because <laughs> that's what this is. <laughs> So, so if you're looking at Wakanda as like I guess the ultimate good, and mm. the rest of the world is morally ambiguous, you know, mm. when they see, <laughs> when they see, you know, a, a, a potentially rich thing that could be taken from, um, I, I can't how, how big is Wakanda? Wakanda is not the size of the continent, obviously. It's, it's, it's like small. the size of like like the Congo, I think. Okay, um, as a possible way to overthrow it. <laughs> you know um what what i i think that conflict i don't know if you could do that in a marvel movie i don't i don't mm-hmm. i don't i don't know if you could do that you know um and really and really have it satisfactory something like that could be needs to be done in like a tv series or something like that yeah. but um but yeah I, I thought i thought that was just kind of interesting because you're opening your you're, you're opening yourself up when you open this world your country up to a world of crap, <laughs> which I think they, they really touched on in the movie um, that, you know, okay, we let these outsiders in, they're just going to, you know, mess everything up. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. They, they were trying to, they were trying to appropriate the resources of the country to, to benefit those who are not there. Right. So, which is so what Andy Serkis was doing, right? Exactly. That's exactly what he was doing. That's what exactly what he wanted to do. That's exactly what people do, and that, that's what colonizers do. And that that's not unique to the story, you know. Obviously, mm-hmm. the story of uh, of everywhere except Europe, mm-hmm. <laughs> for the most part, right? It's mm-hmm. a story of of conquest and colonization, and, right? And that's that's something that you know. Basically, Wakanda has to be assured that that would be impossible. Like they have to know what else is out there technologically, and you would think that. What's happening here and what's changing, you know, to Chala's mind, what's changing the world is that, you know, there are people catching up to them. Like Tony Stark's catching up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's just the case. He's getting, he has access to the Tesseract and he has access to the other students. So he, he has, because he's getting access to this other power, you know, there is parody coming. Yeah. Okay. And if, and if you have parody when you announce, right? Mm-hmm. So if you come out when there's parody, mm-hmm. then you have conflict. So it was a now or never situation. Right. I mean, really. And Killmonger sort of just pushed Tatala to that point where he just had to realize that, well, yeah, I got to, I'm, I'm, it's, it's coming at me from all sides, but I'm not really making a decision until, you know, this other figure from outside. Cause really, you know, while he was born in, in Wakanda, um, Killmonger, you know, he was still an outsider, you know, who really gave, perspective um you know an outsider's perspective um sometimes when you see things on the outside inside sometimes when you're inside of a bubble things on the outside have a a way of just coming at you in a different way when someone Uh else come from the outside makes you look at everything on the outside (laughs) you know like uh, (laughs) if if you look at america as like a you know a bubble um the world is looking at us in a 
entirely different way than how we look at ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> you know, uh, with the way our country is being run or like our election or whatever, you know, they're just looking at things a lot differently than how we see, you know, things. What I, th- I think that's something that's always been there. But um, but because we're so inundated with, I guess, our own propaganda within, <laughs> you know, the country that we can't really bother to be um, to be. We can't really bothered. We can't really be bothered to what other countries think about us. Well, every country looks silly to every country except one. Right. I mean, when you really think about it. So, so, mm-hmm. so, so I definitely get that. I do want to talk for a moment about the politics. Okay. And I don't want to get too heavy about this because I don't want to turn people off. And I don't want to be, you know, preachy or anything. But I do want to mention because this is essentially going to be, mm-hmm. you know, our diary, you know, about what we were thinking at the time. Okay. <clears throat> when the movie came out. And that's an important backdrop to this. Right. So, so to, to I, I don't want to mansplain this, which is another word that's in vogue right now for <laughs> my uh, grandchildren, who I'm sure are the only people who ever would be interested in <laughs> listening to this in 40, 50 years. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm sure it'll uh, get some play. Go ahead. Oh, sure, I'm sure. Uh, gra- grandpa's old, uh, grandpa's old podcast. Remember that? <laughs> they just injected the internet directly into your brainstem. <laughs> Right, you put them on a handheld device. It's like you know they they just view it like a phonograph, you know, the, the wind up. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. so basically, okay. So there there's a lot of uh, the uh, I'll, I'll let Sam comment comment on the African American community for obvious reasons. Okay. Uh, so hey, well, if, if you guys didn't obviously about. know by my accent and every well, not necessarily because I could be a white guy, you know, That's true. just. But I'm not. <laughs> I am African American. But to be clear, I have met Sam in real life, so I am aware. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not nobody is in fact an African American person. Uh-huh. I'll say that there. So I'll, before we talk about the uh, the African American community's response to the movie, which has obviously been very positive. Yes, as you might as you might imagine. Yeah. I'll say that mm-hmm. uh, not that I'm a part of this community at all, mm-hmm. but there have been some uh, some alt right trolls that have been talking mm. about. Uh, Basically, the idea that they're floating is that it's preposterous that an African nation could be technologically advanced. It's kind of it's the gist of it, and that's strawmanning wow. it a, a little bit, but that's pretty much the offensive gist of it. Oh wow! Yeah, they're like, oh, well, there is no Wakanda, right? Uh-huh. You don't hear them coming out and saying there's no Middle Earth. Uh-huh. You, know, like, you know what I mean? That doesn't happen. So, so that's that's something that's been going around. Uh-huh. So it, it's like it's I don't know. There's some people that just don't want to see anyone be happy. I guess they're just like irredeemable. That's that's my viewpoint on saying, but. Um, you want to talk about the the reaction to the movie in the um, in the African American community a little bit? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I could go from come from that perspective. I mean, I'm not the one. I mean, I'm an African American. I don't speak for all black folks. <laughs> no. I don't speak for all uh, African Americans. I can only speak from my perspective and from what I see. And at the beginning of this podcast, I did tell Scott, you know, uh, mention that I got a little bit emotional. You know, mm-hmm. um, this is a movie. That while Black Panther has never been one of my favorite characters, you know, um, I didn't collect him growing up. I've always knew about him, obviously. He was always been an Avenger and he's always been a cool looking character. But I've never really been, um, you know, a collector, you know, of Black Panther comics and stuff. It just he just didn't really appeal to me for whatever reason. And not only me, but a lot of other, um, you know, comic book aficionados and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but a- as a movie. To see uh, Af- uh, a pretty much all African American cast mm-hmm. um, as something 
in, in, in playing something um, other than being uh, a strung out mom, you know, mm. a dope dealer, a drug, you know, a drug, a drug dealer. I'm sorry. Um, mm. Portrayed as like, you know, uh, a war veteran or whatever, you know, things that are really step stereotypical to like the African-American, you know, hood community, and everything was mm. really something just different. You know, I, it was a pleasure to me just seeing all, you know, black actors in a movie and just play against type, you know, even though the movie took place in Africa. OK, it's in Africa. So, of course, you're going to have like, you know, black, you know, black folks playing in the, in the movie. But this isn't the same as what a lot of other movies were, you know. Mm. Um, you didn't you don't really have this type of movie in like the, the 90s, the 80s, you know, definitely not the 70s or 60s. And no, for no. <laughs> um, and, and for Disney to put as much marketing and muscle behind this as much as they would have put in Avengers, you know, all um, Caucasian cast. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's really heartening to know that this gives a lot of um uh, kids, you know, the uh, African-American kids, um, the impressions that they can really go out there and actually not be a superhero, but just see themselves and getting really um, empowered to really feel good about themselves on screen instead of um, seeing like they're on screen that they're gangbangers or, you know, um, drug heads or dope dealers or whatever, you know, not to say mm -hmm. that all movies portray them like that or rappers, you know, this right. is. It's, it's not one isolated thing that, you know, or, or black is not a genre, you know, mm -hmm. um, this movie is not to me, it's not a black movie. This is a Marvel superhero movie first, you know, mm -hmm. with a, a all, you know, a majority African-American ca cast. And I think um, uh, my perspective of what um, what the community is pretty much saying is there's a lot of people in the community that has no care about a Marvel movie, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so when they go to see this movie, um, they're coming at it from just, uh, an amazing perspective. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But, but like I said, from my perspective, I think it was just really, uh, it was just really emotional for me. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, and it's, and it's unique in its style, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it's unique in its locale, mm -hmm. and you know, obviously, the representation mm -hmm. and having such a—I mean, the only two, you know, uh, the only two non-people of color in the whole movie, I think, were mm -hmm. were the CIA operative and the you know, the B villain, right? I guess I'm going to call him. Yeah, my aunt, <laughs> right? you, know, um, you know, Claw and everything. But talk about a little bit about what what your perspective was, um, because while I've read a lot, I know, and I know everybody has an opinion. So mm -hmm. when when you talk about um, and you and you don't represent all white people, you know, no. you don't represent all, all you know, Caucasians and everything. I don't but there's other white people in my house. <laughs> 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 but coming um, from um, Scott, how do I want to say is, is it a perspective that you come from um, that may uh, I, I guess. It, what, what, what do you think? What do you think? I think that that. It's fresh, uh -huh. because I think the perspective is unique, mm -hmm. and I think that it's. Uh, what really struck me as interesting is that um, 
for me, it's uh, geez, I'm not sound like I'm stalling, and I'm just losing my train of thought. I'm sorry about this, guys. Uh, so he doesn't do that often, folks. Happens <laughs> <laughs> all the time on this show. If you listen, um, I think that the unique again the unique setting and locale and the direction is uh, seeing a movie that's essentially an extrapolation of an ancient uh, indigenous culture um, taken into the far future, and seeing it done in a way uh, with you know pride and. Um, you know, it's 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 heartening to see that sort of democratization of representation. Okay, it just is because the same the stale perspective of the 1939, you know, you know, kick someone in the face, punch someone, give a thumbs up, and you know, hand the money back back to the governor. Mm-hmm. That gets old mm-hmm. for sure, right? And what's so what's so interesting about not just you know not not just the the setting and again the fact that it's a, a you know a mostly black cast mm-hmm. is uh, is just the way that there wasn't like a it, the movie allowed itself to be complex. Right. The movie allowed itself to to create characters that were that were three dimensional. Right. And, and and I think that, like you said, in some cases that can be a rarity. Right. Um. And I I just thought that it was because it was unique and because it was such a good plot. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movie was just phenomenal. Yeah. And and Black Panther to me is a character that you know you were kind of aware of, but for characters like. Where what they do is that they, they punch, right? Right. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to be that reductive. Mm-hmm. But for characters that have like kinetic powers, uh-huh. um, you know, it's hard to. Some of the times they don't translate as well to from the like to the comic book as they do to the movie. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think I think Black Panther benefits from you know uh, everything looks really cool in the movie, mm-hmm. and and like the action, the movement. That's something that you don't get as well in comics, I think. Right. So, like, when you have, like, you know, someone with energy powers or, like, Superman's X-ray vision, you can do, like, a real nice visual flat representation. Right. I think that, uh, you know, Black Panther is just a character that translates so well to the screen because there's so many interesting looking things. Mm -hmm. And all the technology is cool. The kinetic thing, by the way, with the nanotech, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. That's (laughs) Yeah, that's decent, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, just punch that car through the world. (laughs) (laughs) Decent, decent. Yeah. Um, getting back a little bit to the politics of it, um, yeah. amazingly, you know, um, why you had it was the percentages of 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 folks that came out to see this movie. It was, it was something like thirty seven percent African American, thirty five percent Caucasian, um, mm-hmm. like eighteen or nineteen percent Hispanic, and the rest, you know, Asian and other or whatever. Um, it was a it was a it was enough black folks out there that didn't like this movie. You know, amazingly enough, you know, but in the day, in the, in social, in the, in the um, times of social media, everybody has an opinion, you know, yeah. um, it was an article I read about and the title was Black Panther is not the movie that we deserve. <laughs> and um, I can't really go into specifics of the article, but for the gist of it, um, it was to me, it was just a, a, a knocking of a subject where it, it it was just a knocking of a um a movie to where you're making it more than or trying to make it more make it more than what it is at the end of the right. day it's an entertainment product that's that was that was um that's that was um put upon by a corporation you know right. 
Um, a corporation spent this money to make this movie to sell tickets to put money back into their pockets. So how 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 much do you really want to put into you know um, hating on this movie and everything? You know, right. um, so you, you're saying that this is not the movie that we deserve. So what type of movie? should be out there for us you know i think that it is the movie that we deserve it's the movie that that um that that we don't really get in a in a lot of ways because you know hollywood sort of puts um black act well black movies in a in a in a box and think they could just can't sell so the big thing about this movie before it even came out how are you going to sell black panther how is disney going to sell mm-hmm. black panther you mm-hmm. know um, to like, you know, international audience, how is that going to work? You just can't sell that because, you know, Hollywood doesn't even try, you know, the, because of, um, because I overt racism. I mean, what, what do you, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you want to call it that, but they don't want to put money to where they don't think it's going to work, you know? Right. Um, so what blame when black Panther comes and Disney decides they're going to put their whole might and effort into an Avenger movie. <laughs> you <Right>. know <laughs> um then it, it's and and believe me if black panther was a first it probably it wouldn't have gotten this much you know pub and everything because it's the 18th movie in the mcu machine machine that has never been done in the history of cinema yeah. then it really gets a lot of um a lot of props and um, I think the lessons that Hollywood is going to take off this are, are hopefully that, you know, they realize that um, multi, you know, diverse cast can make a movie just like how Wonder Woman did last year. This year, Black Panther is this year's Wonder Woman, you know, hmm. um, and, 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 and you really have to have a really open mind. Um, I've even seen articles to where theater owners, because they've been doing so bad as far as business, you know, um, for the past few years with, with, um, everything going to like TV and Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and everything, you know, they're crying for Hollywood to make better movies, to make movies, to make people come into the theaters. So when something is as surprisingly as black Panther, who no one really Mm -hmm. expected to, um, bring so many, um, so so many um, theater goers, you know, to the movies, or you know, put it to, to put so many so much so much buttons into the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a um it's a swoon for them. It's a big thing. I mean, it makes them happy, and they want more of this. You know, mm-hmm. so so what? So the question is, it puts it back on Hollywood. What are you going to do? What lessons are you going to take from it? Are you going to continue doing what you've been doing? Um, or are you going to realize that, um, it's more people out in this world than just your average, you know, handsome blonde Chris, <laughs> you know, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. So long as you follow it up, if with other, I, being a, an African-American, it was really great to see something other than a white guy playing a lead in a movie, um, and having it not be. Um, related to the black experience. You know what I mean? Mm. If that makes any yeah. sense. It does. It does. I, I, I think that um, hopefully the lesson they learned from it is that we want to see good stories with diverse backgrounds. We want to see interest. We want to see, you know, we don't want to see the same, you know, Liam Neeson his someone's kidnapped and he's going to murder <laughs> everybody every single time. You know, like that's just, we don't, we want fresh. And 
you know, if. But but if, but but I also think Scott, you you bring up a point, Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Okay, why does it have to be Liam Neeson? Why can't that exactly. be Morgan Freeman? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was he played Alex Cross. He was played Alex Cross, right? Yeah, those, yeah, um, he did, he did. In the non Tyler Perry Alex Cross. <laughs> <Non-Tyler. laughs> <laughs> but at least they made the attempt with Tyler Perry in that. So I give him I give him props as far as that. <laughs> but not not even so much as um you know black um African Americans. You, you have uh you have Hispanics. You have Asians. You have you know all these the the you know these mix you know um you know, multi-ethnic, just just mixture of people that can bring a lot of people to seats and stuff. All moviegoers want to really see at the end of the day is a good movie. You know, mm-hmm. it's the, day, the days are really gone if you think about it with these superhero movies. The days are gone to where an actor has to open a movie. You know, right. the last Spider-Man movie, you didn't have Tom, Collin, uh, Tom Holland on that poster. You had Spider Man, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Spider Man was the one that sold that movie, and, and right. pretty much the majority of Marvel movies have sold the character over the actor, you know, or mm-hmm. actress and everything. So you you put you you take that and just put a, bring a good story. Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, he wasn't he's not like you know your um, you know a list you know actor and everything. But right. look, the movie did two hundred plus million in the first weekend. The same as the mm-hmm. Avengers. Are you serious? Right. It's nice. It's, I, 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 yeah, the, the box office is definitely there for sure. And Chadwick Boseman, he was in what Serenity, and he was in um, he was in Twelve Years a Slave, right? Yeah, Twelve Years a Slave. He, he played Thorogood Marshall. He played James Bond, yeah. and you know, um, in that Get On Up movie and everything. You know, smaller movies and stuff. But you know, granted, this one is his biggest. Oh, Get On Up was good. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want to get sidetracked on that, but that was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good James Brown uh, performance. Sorry, okay, I'm done talking about Jam with this movie. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's uh, I, we could go on forever as far as politics and stuff, but yeah. um, at the end of the day, I think for me, for it being a... Um, I'm, I, I love the fact that in the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has pretty much put out a number one movie for 18 movies straight. You know, right. I mean, no, no other franchise can really claim that, you know, and Kevin Feige, I mean, he just cannot get it. I, I just can't give him enough props um, mm-hmm. compared to what DC is just doing and how they've I heard they fired Zack Snyder. At least. Yeah, that's what came out now. You know, they actually <laughs> fired. It wasn't so much as him and his daughter, you know, um, condolences. I mean, to, to what happened to his daughter and everything. Yes, but um. But he ended up getting fired before that, you know, and yeah, they that, used that, that as a cover. Before Justice League came out, mm-hmm. first of all, so I'm not, I'm not, you know, not, I think that's the excuses given, and obviously I'm not jumping on him, right? But I think I, that I think it's good that they're going in a different direction than Zack Snyder. <sighs> well, they needed to do something, but I, I think um, Kevin. I mean, I think DC needs DC slash Warner Brothers needs his own Kevin Feige. Because whatever they're doing is just not working over there. Whether it be having Zack Snyder or firing Zack Snyder or whatever. Because if they did that and tried to clean up Justice League with Josh Whedon, it, to me it still didn't work. And everyone knows no. my rants and raves on you know, how Justice League, how I felt about Justice League. Those are encyclopedia <laughs> classics now. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so their next one is going to be Aquaman, you know, coming out mm-hmm. later this year. 
Um, so hopefully that do, they don't screw that up. But, you know, Aquaman has always been one of those funny characters. But you know what, though? I would have never said Black Panther was going to be a $200 million make a movie. <laughs> you could have I mean, never about, told me that. Think, think about who the big money makers are for Marvel right now. Uh-huh. I mean, Spider-Man obviously is there. Cap's there. Mm-hmm. Iron Man and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, that's who's driving this money. Right. Right. <laughs> These guys who aren't, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I knew who Tony Stark was uh-huh. when I was growing up, but I didn't, like, know, you know, I didn't know the difference between him and, like, the, uh, uh, oh, man, who's that guy that used to make the X-Men stuff? Uh, I can't remember his name. Make, make, um. Oh, what was his name? Anyway, I couldn't tell the difference between those two. Okay. okay. <laughs> so. Okay. So, uh. So you know, it, it, it's 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 just interesting to see what what resonates culturally, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it really it's, it's great that a movie like this, you know, comes out. You know, at a yeah. Everybody talks about you know the times that we're in and everything, but I mean, it could be worse. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't get worse. <laughs> oh man, you gotta hope we. Grandkids, I really hope we scrape bottom soon. Twenty eighteen's not not been yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, um, it's been sad. It's been a sad couple years, I'd say. Well, are you are you excited for Infinity War after this? I mean, what, what do you yes. what, what do you think about how this lines up? Ex, um, Xfinity War. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> imagine my that thumb. though, Xfinity War. <laughs> my thumb was gnarled in the Xfinity Wars. I kept trying to put my TV on three, and it never would go. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> That's inside. Um. Anyway, <laughs> but um, how, how do you think a movie like this and Infinity War is supposed to top this? How do How do you think yeah. that's going to work? Well, I, I I think that this I think they they accidentally awakened the stone. I think is in this meteor. Mm-hmm. This is my speculation. I really think that's what happens, I and mean, that's what causes Thanos to come. Well, well, and well I think that I, after Wakanda after Wakanda says we're here, mm-hmm. I think that that's when they find out. Well, where do you think Cap Cap and Bucky are? Like, where do you think those guys have been hiding? Uh-huh. And Iron Man's going to be like, "Yo, you can't just hide these people," mm-hmm. and that's going to be a problem for the king. Gonna say you can't just come in here and tell me what to do. We won't hand them over. Well, right? well not so much as story plot points. I'm really talking oh, okay. about how. Um, well, I I can't wait till they actually tell the story and everything. But you know, we'll mm. see when the movie comes out. How do you expect this to per- Infinity War to perform compared to, to perform? Um, Black Panther? Because Black Panther has <sighs> set a bar that mm. that that um, ugh, it's it's going to be really hard for Infinity War to um to 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 top. You know, economically, yeah. I mean, you know, economically, just um, um, culturally or whatever. Not mm-hmm. and and Infinity War is a different movie. It doesn't. It's not supposed to carry a bunch of politics and everything. But right. I, I, I sort of hate the fact that that Black Panther is so politically charged in its um, yeah. in its overall message and everything. And it's not due to the faults of the movie. Um, it's just, I think everybody surrounding it, like critics and everything are, are so enamored with this movie by the time Infinity War comes out, it's, it's not going to be a comparison. You know, it's, it's going to be sort of like an unfair comparison to look at Thanos as like a, a, a better or worse villain than Killmonger. 
Like, yeah. it's going to be actually articles comparing the two. Like, and I, I know I could just hear it. Um, they're going to say Killmonger is a way better villain. No, to me, that's just that's not fair. <laughs> you know, right. you're you're, you're going to you're going to compare like a, a mad titan who 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 takes six stones. <laughs> And and change the face of re- you know change the face reality and compare it to 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 Killmonger. Yeah, that does that's not fair. <laughs> a guy who only won because they stripped the hero of his powers in the first place, right? And that's you know what I mean. Like right. he could he he doesn't have the capacity to beat the black. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Right, right. Like he, it's just a, it's just a difference between a, a like a Batman villain and a Superman villain. Yeah, I mean, really, what it comes down to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you I mean, you can get as much as much a uh, you know CIA training as you want and try to fight <laughs> go try to fight like even just Spider Man but imagine Killmonger trying to fight Spider Man yeah yeah so it's a whole different <laughs> ball game but I yeah. I just see the articles come I see I just see that you know people are not going to be as rich richly satisfied with Infinity War as they were with Black Panther I don't think those articles are fair because um, I just think they're two different types of movies that happen to have the same characters in them you know. Right. Um, I, and, and it's like a solo album versus a versus like it's like if the Beatles stayed together in the seventies and you still got like Imagine and all and Ram and all that stuff, right? Right. It's exactly. So you go off and you do your thing and then you come back uh-huh. into the Beatles, which is what the Avengers are now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 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 if um John Lennon's you know, <laughs> you know did, did he ever come out with a solo album? Solo album? Oh, well, he had his career, but yeah. okay. Oh, he came out. With the, he had the Plastic Ono band that had. Um, What's that? Instant Karma was the number one hit for them in like '68. Well, I know none of them. I know none of them came out with solo albums before they um before they broke up. So imagine when they, when they broke up, uh, Paul dropped uh, McCartney, and that's what announced their breakup. Not that I want to turn this into a Beatles history. Podcast, well, it's, it's, it's sort of uh, it sort of brings a comparison. If if John Lennon or Paul McCartney had dropped a solo album before they um before they split the Beatles up. And then, like you mm-hmm. said, the Beatles came back together and everything. And John Lennon's album just happens to, you know, just transcend, like, you know, culture and everything. But yet well, you still you know, had another Beatles album coming out. <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. That really happened. The first number one record by a Beatle was a George Harrison record. Okay. Called My Sweet Lord. Okay. So it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you go? All right, Lennon, McCartney, their albums are coming. Then Harrison's comes out. That's like, whoa! Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. But um, and then Ringo uh, never should have been allowed to make music. Uh, yeah, yeah. Other than drumming, he can drum. Hey, Ringo, I think he had a hit. Didn't he have that on um, one hit in the eighties? Oh man, I got my eyes set on you. Was that him? I think it was. Uh, I love that song. <laughs> Oh, I'll take McCartney. Man. McCartney's been my favorite. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been, he's been a, he's been a lot of favorite. I mean, he he's a great writer. <laughs> he's one of the best yeah. songwriters yeah, in the history yeah, of the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and by the way, since this is an addendum, we, we don't spay on topic on addendums. We just kind of talk about the topic. Yeah, so this is just, free. Just so you know, that's the re- that's why we call it something yeah, different and different it's music. A, it's stuff, a it's an add on to um what we've been doing to to nerd to right. nerd stuff and everything. You know, so it's a um. It's a it's a good thing, but I guess um, winding it down. Um, mm. I can't wait for um, Infinity War. I can't wait to see um, you know a lot of the Black Panther characters in in the movie. Um, like mm. Shiri, 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 she's going to be in the movie. She was oh, yeah. one of my favorite characters in here, and I can't 
I can't oh, yeah. wait to see how she interacts with Tony Stark and Peter Parker. You know, oh, that's that's just going to be just awesome for me. You know, get the nerds together. You know, oh, get man. Stark, her, you know, Bruce Banner, Peter Parker, all in one place. Who knows what they'll come up with? Uh, it was even a, um, or, um, a mention on social media about her and um, Peter Parker getting together. You know, well, and, yeah, because she's like sixteen. In the yeah, movie, right? yeah. And he's like sixteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, imagine a movie with them two together.